The Bureau of Statistics Consumer Price Index data today confirms that prices jumped 7.8% in the year to December. So you're not, well, your eyes aren't deceiving you as you walk down the supermarket aisle, far above its 2 to 3% inflation target. Economists had been expecting a 7.5% jump while the Reserve Bank had indicated it could be as high as 8 The result increases the likelihood of, yes, I'm sorry, but another interest rate rise next month. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says travel, new home building and electricity were the key drivers of the increase. This is very high inflation by historical standards. There's no use pretending otherwise. It's unacceptably high. Now, this is likely the peak in inflation, but we won't know that for sure until we get the numbers for this March quarter that we're in now. Sarah Hunter, you're a senior economist and partner at KPMG. The uh, December quarter data has been referred to as nasty, but there is some reason for optimism that inflation may have peaked. Do you agree with that? I think broadly speaking, yes, I think we can be cautiously optimistic uh, that inflation has now peaked. So assuming we don't get any other uh, major shocks to global commodity prices, uh, particularly fuel prices, petrol costs, uh, and we don't see any other big shocks through food, so hopefully no more floods or any disruption associated with that, then yes, I think we can expect uh, the rate of inflation to come down. So we know already actually we can see in the data that the cost of new residential construction, it's actually increasing, but at a slower rate. So that will start to come down. Uh, the same thing for fuel uh, and for food. So there are some silver linings, but there's no getting away from it being a very big headline rate, uh, something we've not seen for decades in this country. I don't know about you, but the biggest bill shock I had last year was electricity prices. We know that they're up 8.6% in the last quarter. The market operator overnight found that prices, while still sky high, have more than halved in the same period. So do you expect that to continue? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely challenging around electricity and I'm, I'm with you there. The bill, the sticker shock on the bill is certainly significant. Um, I think what's interesting with electricity is that we've, uh, the world actually has been a bit lucky uh, in the last few months because we've seen that um, coal and natural gas prices, and these are two of the fuels that we do currently use to uh, produce electricity, those prices are, are well, still very high and higher, much higher than they were before the conflict in Ukraine, they actually come down a little bit because they had a relatively mild or are having a relatively mild winter in Europe. So they're not using as much fuel there and that's naturally dampening demand and, and bringing the price down. So um, I don't think that we should expect prices this year to fall back to uh, pre-conflict, pre-COVID levels. But hopefully we don't have another shock the way we got in the September quarter and they jump back up. The so other, staying high, but hopefully not rising. Yeah, well, uh, the other big contributor, domestic and international travel, uh, apparently to the, the rise last quarter, these prices were higher than previous years heading into Christmas. So I'm just curious if mm-hmm. this is purely down to the cost of airfares that we're seeing now. I mean, you can't <laughs> find a cheap flight for love nor money in this town. Indeed. It's one of the major drivers, absolutely, um, is the cost of plane tickets. And you're right, they have risen really sharply. And that was actually one of the categories when we looked at the monthly data that we also got today that had risen really sharply through the last few months. And combination of limited supply, that's a sector that's still normalising, along with really strong demand. Lots of people obviously wanting to to meet up with their family and friends over the holidays, and understandably so. 
Um, it, so airfares is part of it, but actually we saw increases across the board. So hotel prices were up, other parts of hospitality too. But again, some of that does happen over the holidays because it is a period of strong demand, but it was exceptionally strong this time. So not just airfares, but certainly they were one of the main drivers. Sarah Hunter is a senior economist and partner at KPMG. I note that the ANZ senior economist Catherine Birch, a colleague of yours, says a further interest rate rise next month is now almost a certainty. Do you agree? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm afraid to say I do agree with Catherine. I think this would be a real surprise if the RBA didn't raise the cash rate when they meet in early February. I think really what the data was saying beyond some of those headline rates we were talking about and the biggest price rises, what was actually really clear was that inflation is strong across the board. Almost all categories uh, saw a price inflation of above 3%, which is the top end of uh, the RBA's target. And many of the categories were 4 plus percent, uh, just looking outside of those big headline numbers we've been talking about. And what that will be telling the RBA is that price pressures are pretty broad through the economy. Uh, they're not confined to one or two places and they're not confined to just the things that are a supply side driven supply side shock. So I do think they're going to feel they have to raise the cash rate again. And I think we'll be heading to 3.35% uh, in a couple of weeks. Sarah Hunter, Senior Economist and Partner at KPMG. Good afternoon. Thank you. You're with Andy Park. PM is about eight minutes away here on RN Drive. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.